Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one helpful minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. I'm Scott Corelli, and joining us for our fourth day of Patreon All-Star Week is David Giza. Welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. And today we are going back to Minute 74, which uh, starts with um, Doc inspecting uh, the DeLorean that he should not be near and ends with Doc helping the Doc that he should not be near. Yeah. <laughs> um so we get the uh, the shot that you asked for uh, in yesterday's minute. Um, yeah, it's it's different than I imagined it. Yeah, he's he's Biff is very chipper listening yeah. to uh, Papa loves Mambo. Papa yeah, does love Mambo. <laughs> yeah, that's actually my first note. It's um, it made me think. Um, I would love to get like a Biff Tannen sings the hits of the fifties record or something. <laughs> Like, is that, like, in the Biff Horrific version, oh, you know, is no, that, like... Yeah, there's no way he didn't cut an album at some point. <laughs> but I'm definitely, like, would that be, like, five years before we see him, like, five years later? Sort of, like... like I think five, re- I think five, like, late 70s, early 80s, you know, like, like the coke-filled boogie nights. <laughs> yeah, like, like the Johnny Cash show era, you know? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm imagining, like, um, have you guys seen the uh, Will Shatner singing Rocket Man? Oh, clip? it's amazing, yeah. Oh, the yeah. whole album is amazing. Yeah, I'm th- I'm kind of thinking like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Guys, if you if you haven't heard, do yourself a favor and listen to uh William Shatner quote cover Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Uh so so yeah, so the the explanation that you were asking about yesterday, uh Nick about about um how does Biff not realize that Marty's in the back seat? We- they do this really subtle thing in this where Marty starts talking into the into the uh, walkie-talkie, and Biff starts hitting his radio because he thinks that it's interference. That's terrifying. Wow. He thinks that's like he's hearing a voice call out for help about Biff through the radio. Yeah, yeah he just thinks he's like picking up some radio signal. I'm going that, to kill Scott. <laughs> that, Scott that's weird because guys, right, what's wrong with my iPod? <laughs> <laughs> that's weird because I, I didn't really watch the surrounding minutes. I was kind of under time crunch, but. Isn't Marty louder in this minute than he was in the previous minute? He's talking at full volume. (laughs) Yeah. Like, this definitely works, like, more if this was, like, the musical version of Back to the Future, like, the stage musical. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely – they're definitely following stage rules here. They're not – these are – this is not following any sort of movie logic that I'm aware of. Yeah, because Marty's like – he's like right behind this. I know. It's like you almost expect Marty to kind of look at the audience and be like, if I am all but one, that I am but what a knave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, In man. the back of my foe's car, I find myself. <laughs> well, that's actually – um, I don't know if this is kind of jumping, but I had something to talk about with Doc's um, line at the very end, who me? Um, but – just based off that, that it's kind of like the reading of like bad, like middle school, high school play production. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of that can be said about Bob Gale scripting on its own. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But just, just like that line in particular has always struck me as like Doc's like good, bad, good, bad acting. There's right. so many levels of 
intentionally bad acting on top of each other. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, like intentionally, intentionally written to be bad acting. Bad yeah. acting. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you mean what does he say? Don't you mean five eighths? Or I already forgot. No, he asked for he asked for a five eighths wrench, and he says, "Don't right. you mean three quarters?" Right. Which is insane to me because you're telling me that that 1985 Doc had the the size of the of the bolt. In the in, in the thing memorized for thirty yeah. years, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, insane. and it's not, and it's is this so is the I don't know what have you got doc, Alpha Doc like the doc we've been following the whole movie is this supposed to be like the same doc that Marty interacted with in the fifties in the first movie? Yes. So okay. so that so what we have here, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we've got we've got uh, uh, Beta Doc. Right, here. Um, because Alpha Alpha Doc doesn't exist right. anymore. He died. He's dead. Yeah, right, he's right, dead. Right, right. Alpha Doc yeah. is dead. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Beta, this is Beta Doc, who has gone back in time, and I believe he's meeting, uh, he's meeting Charlie Doc because they haven't changed the timeline yet. So he's about so, to right. meet Charlie Marty. No, I know. No, is he about to meet Beta Marty? Yeah, he would be Beta meeting Marty. Beta Marty. Yeah. So basically every doc that Marty interacts with in the past is like a doc plus one. Oh my God, this is so confusing. Yeah, because yeah. the first, because the, 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 there will never be an equal amount of docs and Marty's again because one right. doc is dead. Right, because right. Right. until they fix the timeline, this doc that, that beta doc is talking to is the doc who gets thrown in the insane asylum. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, that's actually kind of funny. The way that he comes into the scene, he sort of like skips into the scene or something. He's like got his head at an angle, actually does. Yeah, this could be the doc that go to the insane asylum. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see this scene, I always want to immediately watch this moment in Back to the Future because I'm always like, yeah. wait, was this in the first movie? Is this a call? Wait, no, I don't remember. But, but I kind of do. Like, it's so, so. Yeah, that's actually. Do we know like. Do we know what's going on in minute seventy four in the first Back to the Future? I can like, look this. Up. I can look it up right now. Yes, yeah, I'm curious if this is like because what a I great, doubt it is. Yeah, because what a great a little like like hidden thing to have, you know? Maybe kind of like have you have you guys heard like the Star Wars? Like if you watch them all, you see like R two D two and C three PO going in and out of the movies. Mm-hmm. Maybe kind of like that. Uh, minute seventy minute seventy four of Back to the Future is. Uh, George listening to Marty go over the plan to win over Lorraine as he hangs laundry. Okay. Well, that's a plan scene. This is kind of a plan scene. So. Well, and, and they both were, they both involve a pole and, and, and like things hanging off the pole, like doing work, like near like wire off of a pole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'd be curious to see what, uh, what's minute 74 in the third one. But that's you know question for another I time. I haven't I haven't broken down that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I get that. But <laughs> like, is that uh, like um? Would that be like the maybe there's another laundry scene or something? Oh yeah, maybe that would be interesting. But that's another movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I don't I don't uh, let me see here. Um, well, he talks about so so. There's this bit, this bit of like great like dramatic irony or whatever, where where Doc is telling Marty. Well, Mar- Mar- he learns that Marty is headed to the Enchantment of the Sea dance, right. and uh, and he's like, "You can't. That's where the other you is. Like, you can't. You got to be careful. Like, this is going to be bad because if you ever met your other self, like this could be disastrous." 
And meanwhile, like behind him, the other him is like walking around, uh, which is which is really it's like really, really great like, yeah. blocking and direction and everything. Um, but I, I want to know, like we, we already had one character meet another version of themselves. So and, and it wasn't really that disastrous. So what do they think is going to happen? So. I have two point. I have two thoughts on this actually, just off the top of my head. The first one is, um, is it because I guess? Oh, you're talking about Biff, but I was also thinking about Jennifer being Jennifer in the future, right? Is it because this is in the past? Maybe like this. If something goes wrong here, it's like it affects Marty and Doc going back into the past. I don't know. Yeah, the I other, don't know. The other point I mean, is. Sorry. I guess there's I guess there's I guess there's a way of like framing it in that and I mean this is terrible but there's a yeah. way in framing it that like Jennifer isn't really that important. Yeah, that's the other point I was going to say like is Marty or Marty and Doc just so important to the timeline? Right. And that would explain I mean, you know, Biff Biff meeting Biff isn't isn't automatically disastrous, yeah. but it ends up being disastrous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So in a way he's right. I don't know. So maybe he means like consequences in the, in the means of like, Oh, if you two have a conversation, it could change everything as opposed to like being sucked inside of yourself, you know, (laughs) like like that joke. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess there, there could be some sort of like crazy recursive echo of time travelers that could happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I guess, I guess, I guess if, they didn't meet themselves when they were originally in 1955, and now these ones did. That would form an alternate universe, right? And so, like, maybe he's like, "We really, I mean, we're at, we're, we're, we're getting dangerously close to Delta Marty, and I, it's just, it's too much. It's too just many Martys. Too, much. <laughs> too many Martys. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In yesterday's minute, when he was calling out Marty and he said it like twenty six times, he was really just calling out to each Marty separately. <laughs> Marty's across time and space. Come to me. Hear <laughs> my call. Yeah, Doc. He's like he's like frantically switching between the radio channels to you know, just coordinate them all. <laughs> yeah, Marty, 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 Marty. Yeah, you know, like most time travel stories, eventually the whole world will just be that whole spot will just be covered in Marty's and Docs. Right, exactly. Um, it should also be noted, uh, and I think we brought it up uh, last week on the show, but uh, it's important to bring up now. Um, this was the very first shot of Back to the Future Part Two. Oh, the Marty in the car, or Doc on the street? No, Doc in the street. So the two, the two Docs. Oh. Um, that was the very first shot of Back to the Future Part Two, and uh, and 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 Christopher Lloyd was terrified because he didn't think he would be able to pull off playing Doc again, and it was really important that he played Doc really well in this scene. And two versions that are subtly different, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a great you know first day on set. Yeah. Uh. So so so. David, what's your uh, what's your background with the with the movie? Oh yeah, sure. So this, I'm trying to figure out where to start. This is probably my favorite of the three Back to the Future movies. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and it, it, probably those other people said it. It's probably the same reason I saw this one first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a you know nearly 15 years ago now. You know, going over a friend's house before school, and they were. 
you know, showing this weird movie, whereas, you know, City Square, but it was in 2015, you know, it was flying cars and people in like weird spandex and, you know, it was the uh, Hill Valley center scene from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, that was my first exposure. Um, and, you know, the, the first Back to the Future is definitely, you know, as you guys say, you know, perfect screenplay, et cetera, et cetera, you know, perfectly set up, paid off. Um, there's just something about this one. And I think it's because, um, you know, my first love is really Star Wars, but Back to the Future is close second. So this one sort of combines the best of those two. This one is definitely the most, I think, science fiction, eh? Yeah. So did you did you find our show then through Star Wars Minute? Yeah, so it was probably, I think it was like, like a couple weeks before you guys actually started releasing episodes. Um, Star Wars Minute retweeted one of your podcasts about Back to the Future Minute. Um, you know, so you guys were going to be starting a couple weeks and yeah, you know, I just subscribed, you know, and started listening from the beginning. Um, Oh wow. So you started from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I think I was like either your, one of your first couple Patreon supporters, like number two, maybe not to brag or anything, but yeah, listening from the (laughs) very beginning. Yeah. You know, I I was the number, the second, you know, to the future minute Patreon supporter, (laughs) but it's, um, yeah, listen, you know, uh, I listen to the podcast, you know, in the morning when I'm walking to and from school and then, you know, listen straight up to where you guys are now. I'm a little bit behind right now just because of work, but, um, mm. yeah, but I'm listening from the beginning. It's just been great all along. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yes. Yeah, I listened to geek by night. That too is awesome. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, about halfway through, um, last week's episode. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's great. Uh, cause I don't, we don't hear a lot of, uh, we don't hear from a lot of, uh, BTTF listeners who also listen to geek by night. So yeah, it's, um, uh, yeah, I want to, I try to be a bit more active, but, um, I just started law school this year actually. And that's sort of cutting into all my time. Oh, that's totally understandable. (laughs) It's actually, um, it's, it's pretty depressing. You know, all the, you know, time for enjoyment has been completely sucked away. Oh yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that's all we have for this minute. Uh, David, th- thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Conrad.com where we uh, have people leaving comments and it's really nice. You can go to uh, email us at contact at back to the future minute.com where we are now doing a uh, back to the future minute, no roads edition. So uh, we need your emails to add to the, you know, give us something to talk about. Uh, you can tweet us at BTTF minute. Scott, what's our Tumblr? Uh, BTDF minute.tumblr.com iTunes uh, so important for the for the podcast because of algorithms so if you haven't left a review please do that uh, it's really important uh, the doctor's companion where we uh, talk about old and classic uh, old and classic and also soon to be new episodes of Doctor Who with the venerable Cassandra Fredrickson Scott what's the name of that show we created Geek by Night. I knew I could still hear you, and you could support us at our Patreon page or go to duelinggenre.com slash support. Hit our donate button and uh, check out some merch. we got some cool merch now. And Scott, who are our associate producers on Patreon? That would be David Jeffries and our, uh, our, our co-host tomorrow, Leaper182. Great, and we'll see you guys on Friday. <laughs>